Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 6.07. It's the Bax and Nagel Show, and uh, Bax is still on vacation until uh, January 2nd. Uh, but Marty Caproni is here. Hey, Steve. It's, how's it going? It's going all right. Uh, had a little uh, mishap yesterday, so... Uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, I talked about it a little bit on stage last night. I, I hope you don't mind. I filled. Oh, in I'm sure a you bit. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much. Uh, yeah, that was uh, it. Was pretty bad. I don't know if it was uh, food poisoning or um, or nor you know like a like a like a, a stomach flu kind of thing. I think it was uh, you didn't heat up leftovers uh, well enough. That's that was my bet. That that, was... that could be it, but then you know you you. Look at all the other people around you that were sick and all this, this is other true. stuff. But and, did you uh, feed all have... the other people? The no, same thing? I didn't. That's the, oh, that's, okay. the that's the thing. So, uh, but my voice is a little off today. Yeah, you could uh, you could yeah. tell you got a little bit of uh, post. I was sick. Uh, well, I was uh, roadiness. Yeah. Well, I, I was. I really like Karen Carpenter, so I kind of was just. You that's know, what you're going for. Yeah. Imagine that everyone likes your voice now yeah. better than normal, and then you've got to make yourself throw up <laughs> so that you Oh, like keep, every time? Yeah, so you can <clears> keep that I don't, voice. There's nothing sexy about this voice at all. And I nothing, don't know. I think the ladies would disagree I, with you, I Steve. Uh, I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. Uh, but anyway, uh, welcome to the uh, the light program that we uh, had this morning. Yesterday we it. had the best of stuff. But uh, how was the uh, the show last night at that Loft Comedy Club? Yeah, uh, you, uh, you know what? Thank you to everyone who came out. Uh, you know, because we weren't able to be on the air with me shamelessly plugging all day on Thursday. Yeah, I was kind of concerned that we wouldn't get you know as good a turnout, but uh, we did. We got an awesome turnout. Just a lot of cool people came out. Um, show was great and. Uh, it worked out well. I can't even complain. And you All know right. I love to complain. <clears throat> you love to complain about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even complain. I uh I really didn't do much yesterday. I kind of just rehydrated and that was stayed it. myself and um, you know, trying to get back to normal. And uh well, you'll get by there. the way, Pedialyte is delicious. Uh great hangover cure, Pedialyte. You know, I've noticed that that uh, like Cumberland Farms now sells Pedialyte like that's, in the drink cooler with the rest why. of the stuff. That's and then I, I, every time I see that rack empty, I said, well, it was a big hangover weekend. Yeah. You know? you know, you would think Cumberland Farms would become a sponsor of the show with the amount of business that you give them and the fact that you saved one of their locations from robbery. They only, they only uh, advertised with us once. That's it. Uh, yeah, but for, it was only for like six months back, uh, maybe years ago. Very dumb misstep on their part. Yeah, but it's different ownership now. It's different ownership than it was when it, when I it was Cumberland Farms was the entity. Now it's Circle K owns them. Like they own. Oh, the like, big giant yeah. super company. That, that's why when you go into like a gas station, all of those like the foods that they yeah. have available are all the same, no matter which one you. If you go to the Circle K, they still sell the same buffalo chicken rollers that they do at Seven Eleven or something. Yeah, same thing. Well, I beg to differ. Uh, see, we don't have good gas station convenience stores up this way. I've been saying this for years. Yeah. I mean, we had Pride, and Pride does a good job with their deli sandwiches and stuff like that, but I think Bob Bulldog sold Pride. Yeah, from, and it's a new company now. Yeah, so it's a new company. But uh, they, they did a pretty good job with their stuff. Um, but when you go down South Jersey and Philadelphia, you have Sheets, you got Wawa, uh, what's the other big one? Sheets is probably the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. For all this argument about Chick Fil A yeah, yeah, yeah. and Popeyes and yeah, all yeah. that stuff, Sheets 
the uh, convenience food yeah. chicken sandwich. Wawa, whenever I'm in Jersey, is my preferred place to order sandwiches. Wawa is an awesome one, too. That was a, a Florida favorite every time we went down to Florida to visit my mom. There was, she, she, you get a, Wawa? she had a Wawa half a mile away. Yeah, it's the best. We were getting, we were getting breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Because it was, it was so I'm, good. It's it's it's, it's cheap and yeah. it's good. And uh, they're on uh, DoorDash and uh, Uber Eats. Wawa so, is yeah. So oh. whenever I was in like Jersey or whatever, I would order Wawa. I'd get my grinder from Wawa. They don't charge you anything. It would be like, you know, normally, you know, you ever do that? Like you DoorDash or your Uber Eats. Well, I'm sure where you live. I've never done either of those. You never have? I oh. don't even know if it's available in my name. I bet you I bet you it would be if you paid enough. You can have the DoorDash guy come to Huntington. You're doing such a great job yeah. losing weight on the Peloton yeah. and being healthy I that don't uh, probably don't put those apps yeah. on your yeah, phone. Because yeah, okay. uh, as you can tell by looking at my svelte figure lately, uh, it's a real bad thing to have. I think I lost about 10 pounds yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. But with the uh, You don't want DoorDash with the Wawa's. No, no, no! You can you DoorDash the Wawas, and it's reasonable. Other other places when you DoorDash, you don't realize it. By the time they're putting their fee on it and yeah. a delivery fee and a tip and a this and a that, you order like one thing, and it's like three times as expensive as it would be if you just went there and picked it up. Right. You know, but for whatever reason, the Wawa, I'll be like, yeah, get, let me get that. I'll get a chicken salad grinder for now, and I'll get myself a cold cut to put in the fridge of the hotel and save for later. And it would come out to like. 16 bucks, like, delivered to my door. That's pretty good. Yeah, this is why I gain weight when I'm on the road all the time, you know. Because you're eating just uh, crap food all the time. Yeah, it's not even crap food. It's mm. just, you know, you you don't know when you're eating your next meal, so you you gorge. Have you ever experienced the Buckies? I haven't, but we did that story on yeah. the Buckies and the owner of Buckies. And, yeah, uh, uh, it was his kid or something. His yeah. kid did something weird. Well, I worked in the convenience store business for for years when I got out of college. Mm-hmm. My first two jobs, we talked about the Coca-Cola thing, but my other job was a money order company. Yeah. So I worked in convenience stores and not in them, but like, you know, I would I would be in them because they were customers of mine. And uh man, we used to have like sheets, Louis sheets, like all the yeah. people from those stores were on our board and everything. And I watched over the years as they just kept getting bigger and bigger and more like supermarkets, more like supermarkets. And then supermarkets started to get like gas stations. Yep. They started putting gas in. They put. It's like everybody's into everyone's business. It's like uh, Massachusetts, you weren't supposed to have food in package stores. I don't know if you remember that. You weren't supposed to have... You weren't supposed to combine your your booze and your food. Oh yeah, all these stupid laws that they used right. to have. Yeah. But then now you look, you can go to like big Y in some places and get well, your booze. That, uh, table and Vine, that's actually a good idea. You a, get I uh, like you, Table and Vine a lot. You get this whole selection, all these people who enjoy wine and yeah. all that stuff. You go in there and then they got the cheese and the crackers and the olives and all the all those uh, things that you need to to run a like a shark. Which is convenient. Yeah. Right. You know, um the the that table and vine, my favorite thing, they have all the sections of wine. So you can just pick like a country out that you that yeah, let's, never, do, let's yeah. do a world tour. Yeah, like a Chilean red wine. They're like, oh yeah, we got a whole aisle full yeah. of it. You're like, what? 
You know, there's some weird country like nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, I like the uh, Ugandan wine. What's yeah. what's the one? Uh, uh, what's the Ugandan wine? <laughs> yeah. What's the one? Uh, the guy from uh, Very Nice. Uh, that uh, guy, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they have that Kazakhstan wine over there. <laughs> But they, but, but it is pretty impressive when you when you go into a place like that. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, you know, not that I'm a huge wine drinker, but I think I think that it just makes sense uh, to do that. Just just like they finally did away with uh, no beer on Sundays. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That killed the whole cottage industry because back in the day, there used to be one or two people in your town that would fill their garage full of beer. And if you Saturday. wanted, yeah, and if you wanted your beer on Sunday, you'd show up to their garage and you'd pay a premium and you'd get your beer. That's the way to do it. Yeah, which is crazy, but you're running illegal bars out of your yeah. garages. And you know what's going to end up? Just you know, it's going to end up the same way with weed at some point. You know, at some point they're just going to have weed everywhere. Well, they already do. You ever go into one of these like little the convenience uh, these stores? weird convenience yeah. stores that are not like the ones that are like uh, they this use- is Delta THTH nine nine seven four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's a little. It's a molecule different, so yeah, we just yeah. sell it here over the counter. <laughs> right. It's not. Uh, they are selling it already. Yeah, I asked the guy at my convenience yeah. store. I go, buddy. I go, what? Uh, What's that stuff? He goes, oh, it's like the other stuff, but more and more crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, is it though? Because you don't seem it, like you smoke it. so It's like just under the legal amount. Yeah. Or they change one atom or yeah. one thing. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. that was a, there was a place down here um, off of Shaker Road. And it used to be called Dick's Convenience Store. And okay. Dick's Convenience Store was actually pretty good. They had pretty good sandwiches in the back. And then Dick sold it. And oh, it, the guy's name was Dick. Yeah. The, oh, good. Yeah, okay. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like the. It wasn't a description of the items that were. There. Oh, because I was yeah, going to yeah. say there's one of those in Enfield. <laughs> right. If you want to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very convenient. Is that Jersey Mike's too? <laughs> but uh, but he sold it to this guy who turned it into this vape shop. And the vape shop is now out of business. When, once Charlie Baker put in that whole like flavor thing. Oh my God! You can't have that, like, that's an annoying thing too. You can't have a flavor vape. It's a wildly annoying thing. And then you talk about all these small businesses that right. were running off of that are now out of business because they couldn't sustain themselves because right. people would just go over to the border to Connecticut to get it. Right. And then and then yeah. and then yeah. Don't don't even get me started. I could go down that road. But anyway, this yeah. guy down here, I I had a pod from the dispensary. I had a, a a vape pen pod. Yeah. And there was something wrong with the battery, so I'm like, you know what? This guy's probably got a battery in there. I yeah. could probably go in. And I and I said, hey, uh, is this? Uh, do you have a battery for this? And he goes, yes. Where do you get that? And I said, the, the dispensary. And he's, how much you pay at dispensary? And I said, $60 for this yeah. thing. And he goes, I have Skittles for 30 over here. <laughs> and he's like, show me this he's box. Like, and then he goes, well, next time you come in, you ask for Raj and you ask for Skittles. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll ask for Raj and Skittles. And then they went out of business because uh, of the, uh, uh, the whole thing. But well, I was saying to myself, geez, I don't yeah. know if you should talk about this on the air. Poor Raj is going to be out of business. No, he already is out of is, business. So. That really hasn't anything. <laughs> but you know, but but that's the thing. It's like all these little plates. There was a guy in Westfield who was busted, like back in September. Okay. And he had those mushroom. He had psilocybin mushroom bars, chocolate bars, in his store, right on the counter. Like the guy wasn't even hiding them. They, That's they, the police went in there and they had been watching him for a while because he's selling all this stuff in there. Yeah. And then they, and then you you look at the guy who was uh, who was charged, which yeah. was 
it was the owner and it had like all the different titles he had. It it wasn't just like CEO whatever. Treasure yeah, member. It was, but it was yeah, it was like all of these things that yeah, he was yeah. I'm like, I see where this is going. I can see how this That's is. the move, man. Just uh, yeah. do it right out there in the open. He's just like I'm just selling these mushrooms over the counter. I mean, caps will leave me alone. They look like candy bars. It's fine. It's, it's like shady stuff that you, that you yeah. run into all the time. But um we were talking about the, the convenience stores. That's how we got on this thing. Yeah, yeah, sir. But the Bucky's, have you ever been inside the Bucky's? I haven't been inside a Bucky's. It's like a Walmart convenience store. It's oh. it's in, it's insane is what it is. And you walk in there and there's hundreds of people. Yeah. And then they have their uh they have this big section in the middle where they're making brisket sandwiches. Fresh oh, smoked man. brisket all day long. See, that sounds delicious. And they all start yelling. They're like, fresh sauce on the board. You know, <laughs> and then they start making the uh, the brisket sandwiches, and they're packaging them up, and they're, you're watching them slice it and all Is that, that the place where they hand out samples to everyone when they come in? Is that the place? I feel like that might be the place. I don't remember getting a sample, but there might have been there might have been a section where there was, but there was a ton of people at this. This was down in Georgia that I went to last June. You know, this I'm so hungry right now. This is making me think about our failed attempt at going to Fletcher's for barbecue. Yeah, I know that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, you're yeah. you're definitely not doing that today. After no, 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 no <laughs> you're, after you're, my, you're eating light for a week. We're eating chicken broth for the rest <laughs> of the weekend. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the Bucky's man, you gotta you gotta. Try a Bucky's next time you go down south. Bucky's, huh? Yeah, B U C C E E S. Oh, Bucky's. All right. Yeah, I'll try that. You know, uh, tonight I'm down in uh, Cheshire, Connecticut. There's and not one down there. No, yeah. but I'm doing a I'm doing a brewery down there. I'm doing a show, Comedy Craft uh, Brew, uh, ComedyCraftBeer.com is where the people get tickets. But I'm doing a a show, and it's in the town. They have a T A truck stop. Oh, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Have you ever seen yeah. one of those? They're huge. They're giant. They're like and, pilots. Yeah. Yes. And this one used to be my customer way back in the day when mm-hmm. I worked for Coca-Cola 20 years ago or whatever. And uh, I did stop there once. I was driving by. I needed gas, so I stopped. They've got like a Popeye's in there now. They've got everything. So I'm like, I'm considering for my dinner, looking forward to eating at the TA truck yeah. stop. I went to a TA truck stop in Georgia years ago coming back from Florida. Yeah. It was right over the right over the Florida Georgia border on I seventy five. Okay. And, uh, I go in there, my kids gotta go to the bathroom. It's like three o'clock in the morning. Right? Of course, as it should be. I wake the kids up. I'm like, Come on, let's go use the bathroom so we don't have to stop again. Yeah. You know, and then we come back out and there's this guy <clears throat> who is knocking on my window. Homeless guy? I don't know if he was homeless. I think he was just a scam artist is what oh, he was. Okay. And he said, hey, uh, can we have $5 to get my friend to the uh, hospital? Oh, uh, that's yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, kind that of thing was, for yeah, gas. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't have any cash. And I, and I, was, I was driving away. I go, if there was only some numbers somebody could call. Just like a really easy three-digit number. To get someone to the hospital. To get somebody emergency services that they need <laughs> in a parking lot rather than try to beg for $5 to get your friend to the hospital who is suffering a medical emergency. <laughs> what would we call that? I don't know. 6679? Six, six, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not really sure. 881? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is uh, it's six twenty three. We got uh, we got a little bit of news and stuff coming up uh, in just about twenty minutes or so. It's Bax and Nago Light with Marty Caproni on Rock one hundred two. Beat the clock at least. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's Bax and Nagel show. Bax is out until January 2nd. Marty Caproni's here. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. I uh, Again, another one of these things we can't talk about what we were just talking about. A great off break. The air. A very great <laughs> break uh, right there. Hey, uh, that bourbon barbecue and blues thing? Yeah. Only 20 tickets left. Oh, well, uh, that'll be done by today if that's you'll a, hear that. That's happening up at the uh, the log cabin if you want it. Or, uh, I'm sorry, the, it's happening at the Delaney house i should oh, yeah. say that yeah. uh but if you want to go grab tickets get them now rock102.com otherwise they're going to be gone before the end of the day when is that like february or something you know what marty i had all the information here oh, and sorry, now sorry. i don't have it in front of me i was trying to make you work and then you called not me out not on trying it. to make uh, you work on i was it. just gonna be like uh it's uh february something i don't know what i was just asking in terms of uh you know i don't have a ticket but do you think that the uh station would let me swing in and get some barbecue no because okay. we don't even get it oh okay then that's it it's kind of weird that we don't uh get to eat no they they they, they you're just there to stand you you got to stand there like an idiot hey uh, you know uh shaking babies and kissing hands that's pretty uh, yeah. much or was it the <laughs> no other no way it's definitely the other way around yeah don't yeah, shake don't the want, babies yeah, don't, don't do that uh but um i'm trying to see where the uh the damn liner is here uh, for it, I shouldn't even have said anything. That's really what I should not have done. Bourbon barbecue and blues, uh, happening uh, February third at the uh, Delaney House in Holyoke. You got the admission to Hudson whiskey tasting, a multi course meal, live music from Neil and the Vipers. Uh, only twenty tickets remain though. Get them now. Rock one hundred two dot com. All brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock one hundred two Springfield's Classic Rock. So there you go. That's it. That's it. That's, what you That's all we got. That's all we got for today. That's it. Maybe no. we should call it a show at 6.44 a.m. No, no, we're not going to call it. But you have some news for you if you want to hear some news. Uh, yeah, I always like uh, some news, Steve. Uh, one person was taken to the hospital after a car crash in Southampton where the vehicle was found down an embankment. According to the fire department, firefighters were called to the area of Cold Spring Road and Lead Mine Road for a car crash Wednesday evening. The vehicle was found in the woods down an embankment with the driver still inside. Uh, the driver was removed from the car with assistance from first responders and taken to the hospital for minor injuries. The uh, car was then towed out of the woods. It was a, it was an Amazon truck. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? You made it all the way through the Christmas season. Yeah. And then you're, you're back after Christmas it, and you... Oh. It, was, it was a car, though. It wasn't a, a truck. I think that... Do they hire people to deliver things in their own personal vehicles? I think they do around this time of year. Yeah. It's almost like the post office, like like where you are. I know you don't... I think you guys don't even have mail service, right? You just don't even have, get me going on that. Yeah, yeah. It's, but but yeah. in some of these hill towns and stuff, the yeah. post person just drives around in their own car. They have like a Subaru. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. They're, they're technically the quote-unquote mail truck, you know? I think we have that for the upper, like the the, the fancy part of Huntington. Like we have one mail truck, but then the yeah the fancy part of Huntington, they have to get a like a four wheel drive. You're up there on the hill with your mail service. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. It's like a Funny Farm with uh, Chevy Chase, where the guy's riding down the street at ninety miles an hour and just throws the mail <laughs> Throw the right out the, right out the truck. Yeah, the Amazon driver was try uh, driver was trying to make it through the fog. Uh, and ended up plunging down the thirty foot embankment in his car full of packages. The uh, driver who was in his personal car with the packages, I couldn't see the stop sign at the intersection because of the fog. He uh, rolled right through 
and off the road. That's scary. Yeah. You know, you just reminded me of something. Uh, one of my one of my buddies, uh, you know, I, did I ever tell you I used to do uh, ring announcing for mixed martial arts? Did I ever no. tell you that? Yeah. I used to ring announce for a... What a, haven't you done? Uh, I've, I mean, I'm pretty much checking off every career that you can check off at one point You're or another. Quite the little bucket list. Going yeah, over there. yeah, yeah. Well, that's I. You know, I never was like a a one career industry get my gold watch guy. Yeah. I always knew that I wanted to do stuff to to keep me interested. But uh, I did it for years. And um, there's a kid I, I met. He's from Connecticut. Uh, his name's Matt Bassett. He ended up fighting in the UFC and everything. He, he's one of the you know he's a fantastic fighter. Right. And he's, uh, he's married, he's got two little kids and everything, and he posted this video on his Facebook of an Amazon driver um, on his ring camera, and it's a box said fragile on it, and the, the guy like walks up to the steps, and you just see the guy look at the box, and he just like pitches it like three feet onto the guy's steps, and, he, and Matt was like, you know, am I being a jerk by saying like, this is, you know, and everyone's of course just piling on it was this guy you know what a piece of girl you should call up and 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 report him and this and that and all i could think of reading it was like you know i get it if it was me i'd be the same way matt is but also all these people piling on i'm like you guys your issues with the guy your issues with the guy who's probably working 16 hours a day to make sure everyone gets their packages Mm -hmm. tossing your package onto the step you know what i mean like your issue should be with the company you know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, that's putting that workload on the people. I can't stand people who complain about things that, like, those are hard jobs. Yeah. You know? and, and everyone, listen, if I had a camera, I mean, I guess you can't for this because everyone knows if we have a bad day, they're like, man, the radio sucked today. But, <laughs> but 90% of jobs have no visibility. But if you had a camera on people all day long, you'd be like, look at this guy. Yeah, yeah, look, look what him, he's doing. Look at him screwing up on this one thing he did out of the 900 other ones he did that day. And while everybody else who doesn't have cameras on him is uh, screwing up left and right. Right. That's how many how people I know that work from home, and they're like, I don't really work. Tons. I'm sitting on the couch most of the day. Tons. I had a buddy, this guy that I met. I got a buddy, I too. got a buddy. Uh, this guy that I met, um, he had, it was three or four work from home jobs. Yeah. Going at the same time. <laughs> So he was getting like three or four salaries. For, he's making like two hundred something thousand dollars a year. You know, I was thinking about that. I was like, "What's stopping me from like signing up for one of these, uh, being a call center for EverSource right. on a weekend, and uh, you know, taking up a part time job and helping people with their with their bills or something?" Well, and I was talking to this yeah. guy. It was after a show, and I was talking to him, and I was like, "Cause you know, you do the, like, what do you do?" And the guy's like, "You have four jobs." And you're like, "What?" And then I was talking to him after the show, and I was like, "You know what, man?" That's pretty brilliant, you know, but I was like, but what happens, you know, you know, once a year, they're like, you got to come in for the corporate meeting. You got to come into this. You got to go. Like, what happens when they all have like the meeting at the same time or you can't do the same thing? He goes, well, I'll just quit. He goes, I'll still have two other jobs. I go, but he goes, but all I got to do is do this for five years and I'm, I, I've paid off my house and everything else. And I was like, that's a pretty smart move. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's wor- he works hard. You got to work hard, I'm sure, to maintain that level for, but even if you do it for two years and you make 250 grand a year between all three or four jobs. That's pretty I mean, good. That's a pretty good haul. It's pretty good haul. You know? Maybe we should do that. Yeah. Do a work from home. <laughs> we'll be coming back for a commercial break. We'll be like, yeah, um, no, we will. Uh, what's your customer service number? I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Rock yeah. 102. How's it going? 
Uh, yeah, medical transcriptionist Marty Caproni <laughs> is here, and you could you could get that Sally Struthers degree to go along with it. You so. know what I always wanted to do? I wish someone out there who's a listener actually did it and could show me how to do it. But I always wanted to do like the Amazon drop shipping. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where like you you go to like uh, Alibaba or one of these sites and you pick out a product and you click that product and you put it to your Amazon account and you sell it and you mark it up and you sell it on Amazon mm-hmm. and you just pocket the money like every every week and every month. Oh, right. I didn't even know you do that. So I'll give you an example. Like let's say there's like a – let's say you find like a back massager on Alibaba for $20 and you see it's selling on Amazon for 44 Yeah. You go, okay. You put that on Amazon. You realize you're selling 100 back massagers a week. You're pocketing $24 every back massager. Now you're making $2,400 a week for just spending a couple of hours moving your mouse around and clicking That's things. a pretty good take. And I met a kid once up near Brookfield or something like that. He was friends with my cousin, and, and that was his thing. He he was like 24. He had a lake house and a really nice boat. I'm like, where are you getting all this money? He's like, oh, he goes, uh, I just uh, I do Amazon uh, drop shipping, reshipping. He goes, I don't even warehouse anything. He's like, I just... Uh, I I click the buttons and move it around. He's like, I work six to ten hours a week, and uh, you know I make thousands upon thousands of dollars. I'm like, I, why can't someone show me how to do that? So something similar to that. I knew this guy who runs like websites and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IT guy. Yeah. A personal business guy, not not yeah. like working for somebody. And he would go on eBay and and similar, very similar thing. Yep. So he would sell like uh, a weed whacker, for example. Yeah. You can go on HomeDepot.com. And find the, uh, the the weed whacker for a hundred bucks. Let's just say it was one of those cheaper ones. Yeah, right. Hundred bucks for a weed whacker. He'd go on eBay, list it for a hundred and thirty dollars. Right. And then somebody would go and buy that off eBay, going, "Wow, that's a deal." And I said to him, "I I said, why why wouldn't people just go to the Home Depot website?" And he goes, "Because people are stupid." And they don't and they know, don't or they don't, they don't have the time, or they don't care. Right. They just do, they're like, "Oh, I need this item, and uh, I have expendable cash, yeah. and I'm just gonna." Or people don't even have expendable cash; they just buy the things anyway. And then he was telling me how he hires these companies, like overseas. That's that's what that, I'm talking about. Alibaba. That list all of the items on his eBay account, it, so he doesn't have to do it. So it's like. It's one of those things. It's like he sets it and forgets it, basically. Yeah. And yeah. he's only paying pennies on the dollar for these people to list it for him. Yeah. And then he's making $30, $40 per item. That's like, if you can figure something out like that, you're gold, you know what I mean? You're golden. You're augmenting. We all, we all need a skin. Everybody's, uh, some of us are wishing that we win $600 million in the lottery, but that's probably not going to yeah. happen. You got to reinvent yourself and you got to like do something at home that's going to make you, uh, you know, profitable. Uh, the guy with the four jobs. Well, I, I watched this in- Instagram thing. It was funny. I think they were, they might have been like inner city kids or something like that. Yeah. They figured out around Christmas time that you could get Christmas trees at Home Depot for 50 bucks. They listed on Facebook Marketplace Christmas trees delivered hundred dollars yeah so they were doing like 50 trees a day making 50 bucks every tree they drop off and if they set the tree up in the house the people are tipping them you know oh thanks here's your 20 dollar tip they don't realize these kids are the ones who actually own the company right oh man you guys are working hard they rented a like a like a truck from like u-haul or whatever like a pickup truck or whatever and they're just putting the trees in the back of the pickup truck yeah and driving around doing their deliveries so they're and they, they they were like breaking down how much they were making. I'm like, that's a great 
hustle. You know what I mean? Especially if you're younger, you know, at this point, you know, you and I aren't going to be throwing Christmas trees into the back of a, a truck that'll last about four trees until our backs are out. Yeah, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do anything. But I looked at that. And I'm like, that's enterprising. You know what I mean? And you know what it is? It's people on Facebook just being like, I need a Christmas tree. That's fine. I don't need to go to Home Depot. It's it's convenience and they pay for it. Fifty bucks a whack. That's not bad. Fifty bucks a whack. No, you yeah. just drive around the area and 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 bang out ten trees. You know, a day five hundred bucks. I still uh, like the guy who was selling meat out of the back of his van, driving around neighborhoods in Westfield. My old college roommate did that. Okay, what company was it? Was it one of these fly-by-night companies? I'll tell you the story. My All right, old, please my, do because I'm, I'm interested to hear this. My old college roommate John Farnham from Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. Yeah. He was the most traditional Mainer that Mainer that is there. He had the accent, the weird Maine accent, like a which, Bob Marley kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but more, more, yeah. eh? Uh, whatever, however that accent is. Uh, he looked like a Mainer. He acted like a Mainer. And I was like, "What are you doing for your summer job?" I work on a lobster boat, of course. So his nickname in college was Lobster. We all okay. just called him Lobster. Well, uh, after college. He would message me like, hey, man, I'm going to be in town if you want to get lunch. What are you in town for? You know, like, what are you doing for business? He's like, I drive a truck and I sell frozen food door to door. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, no. It was like Schwann's or something like that. Oh, but but that's a legit company. I'm talking about th- this. This was like this guy was selling ribeyes out of the back of this, like, Amazon type van out of course. <laughs> And he was driving around, and he was he was walking up to people, going, "Hey, uh, I got some nice ribeyes uh, for sale." And these people were walking up and buying them right out of the van. Yeah, how dumb do you have to be to buy random meat from a guy just riding around? A I don't know if you have to be dumb. You might just be hungry. Yeah, Schwann's is actually a long-standing company that's been. It's like a service that you order for meals and all that. Well, he stuff. was saying he was going door to door. They just fill up his truck and they'd be like, you know, here's your clients and sell the rest of it and come back when you're empty. I didn't even know Schwann's did that. Yeah, he had the whole truck and everything. He had like the cooler on the sides of the truck. It was like a specialized truck that they have for I've seen the Schwann's trucks before. But this was like an Amazon van and the guy had coolers full of like ribeyes. Just and he's like giving people deals on meat. And I'm like, you don't even know where that's coming from. No. Like, I have a, I have a hard time buying meat at like Walmart. Yeah, too. Like, like I could buy a Christmas tree off the internet and have somebody deliver it, but I don't think I, I could buy a meal. And I see that too on Facebook. The people who cook the meals in their house and they're like, yeah. they got fifteen dollars a plate. I'll deliver it to your house. Yeah, they, they, like, I've really? seen that before too. Yeah. Uh, after two credit card skimmers were discovered at a grocery store on Christmas Eve in Sudbury, the company has discovered more skimmers at other locations. According to Roche Brothers Supermarket, credit card skimmers have now been found at five of the company's locations in Weston, Sudbury, Needham, Wellesley, and Natick. On Christmas Eve, an employee at Sudbury Farms in Sudbury was checking uh, was checking one of the self-checkout lanes when they discovered a skimmer. See, that's the problem. If you don't have anybody standing there anymore... That's it. And somebody can just easily put something on on a yeah. credit card reader. And granted, this is out east, but it's the same around here. You, you've seen instances where they put credit card skimmers they on gas pumps. They do it with gas and, pumps, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, do you know how many times you ever do that when you pull up to the gas pump? You you tug on the little casing around the, the credit card? Just thing? to see it, yeah. Just, just to, to make sure that it's not a, yeah. a fake. And sometimes they're loose, but then sometimes that's just the quality of the piece of equipment that was <laughs> right. there to begin with, you know? <laughs> But on uh, Christmas, yeah, they found the skimmer, and then uh, following an investigation at other grocery store locations, the country the company found skimmers at four other locations. 
Supermarket says the supermarket says customers that shopped and used self-checkout lanes at these grocery stores on or before Christmas may have been impacted. There's also uh, Comcast had a breach as well. Comcast? Yeah, then? Comcast, and uh, they stole a bunch of Social Security numbers. So thank goodness. Are you are you still on uh do you still own a cable company? You still own a Comcast? I have or? Comcast. You do. Yeah. So How's that I'm sure. So well, I'm well. I'll find out when my credit report takes a dive. <laughs> yeah, Comcast is great. I got out of it. I got out of cable. What cut, do you got now? You got the, the antenna cord, baby. and the cut the cord. But you have an internet. Uh, yeah, that's everything's on the internet now. Uh, in Chicopee, and this is one of those things when people say government shouldn't be in business at all. It's like, no, sometimes government does a pretty good job of stuff. You know, I was paying for cable. I won't say the cable company, right? Because, or should I say the cable? I don't want, I don't know. No, if I don't. Yeah. yeah. I had the cable company that everyone in Chicopee has, and they just kept going up on the rates all the time. It was the same and, with Comcast. And too. then you got to play this game where every six months you call up and you go, it's too expensive. I want to. T- I want to take it out. Take out my stuff. Oh, put your customer retention, and you get yeah, customer yeah, retention. Yeah. And then they go, "We can lower this. We can take away this channel, that channel." Yeah. Before you got, you got four channels. You're still paying 125 dollars a month. You know, so um, my town, uh, Chicopee, has fiber uh, fiber internet for like sixty bucks or fifty bucks, whatever, fifty nine bucks or something. So I got that, and you just get like Hulu or an internet provider for TV, and uh, you save yourself a bunch of money, and you don't sacrifice your service. And you never have to deal with the cable company again. And I got to be honest with you, I kind of like it. And now the cable company is like a jilted ex. They keep sending people to my door, sending me mail. Come back, come back, baby. Come back. Come Don't back, leave. Baby. Come, come back. Don't. We'll give you. Come on, baby. We'll give you thirty nine dollars a month, baby. Come on. We got a we got a story about a Chinese chess champion uh, coming up after seven o'clock. Oh, I like this one. And All we'll right. uh, we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. It's Bax and Nagel with Marty Caproni, and it's six fifty nine at Rock one hundred two. Do you want a Nissan? Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It is 712. It's Bax and Nagel with Bax out until Tuesday, but Marty Caproni is here. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. And uh, we're just uh, we're just rolling along with the, yeah, some of the uh, things I'm, we're doing uh, here. I'm uh, half asleep, but I'm trying to do, uh, do my best. Got any New Year's resolutions? You know, just to continue with the great deal of a uh, $20 or $25... Yeah. Comedy and dinner show at Loft Comedy Club, which we will have next Thursday. Get your tickets done. Every Thursday throughout the year. Every Thursday. We're we're trying not to stop. Right. Um, trying to keep the uh, gravy train rolling, if you will. I don't do uh, resolutions. Uh, you don't? No. I just, like, I have goals set for myself, but it doesn't have to be from January 1st. It's just uh, things I want to accomplish. My, my resolution's always like, this year I want to be... Uh, I want to be better than the last year, and yeah. uh, just never seems to work out. Oh, <laughs> well. just always keeps to keep sliding away from me. I don't know. Year after year, it just gets worse. No matter what my thought process is on a new year and a new beginning. It's a new year, new you special. This is a this is what you got to do. You got to you get to say, hey, I'm I'm gonna take on 2024. Uh, like uh, you know, be like a. I'd love motivational to, guru. I'd like to be like I'd like yeah. I'd like to be that motivated. Like this year, my resolution is to make a million dollars, and then enact this plan and make a million dollars, and yeah, uh, and then sit here next year being like Steve, I did that, and this year I would like to make two million dollars. But uh, the fact is, I'm always just like you know, 
I'm hoping this year I can finish raking the leaves in my backyard. <laughs> like that, like little things. Start small. Yeah, like I got to clean my car out. It's way. It's been six months. It's a rolling garbage pile. I, I keep telling myself the first warm day I'm gonna do it. You know. Is your car a mess? It's a it's a rolling pile. You never seen it? No, my car's a mess too. I don't, it, it's, it's a like, roll. Yeah. No, mine's a mess. Mine. There's no back seat in my car. It's full of just clothes and junk and. Whatever, and I'm always like the first warm day. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean this thing out, and then I get a warm day, and I'm too tired. I was in here. I had show until you know two in the morning yeah. or whatever, and I never get around to cleaning it out. Well, you got those uh, free vacuums down at Belize down there on Columbus Avenue. You can go. Uh, you can go get the, and they're good vacuums too. Well, I told myself this week. I was like, if there's a nice warm day, I'm gonna because I have so much clothes in there. Because when I go on the yeah. road, sometimes I just go to a thrift shop and I'll get clothes. You know, yeah, if I don't have anything buy. clean, yeah, I'll give you three shirts and three pants and uh, you know, whatever for for ten bucks. And hey, that's a nice shirt. Where'd yeah. you get that? Uh, the Goodwill in Paramus, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so I just uh, I'm like, yeah, I, there's so many of these clothes I can donate. Some of the times I buy them and they don't fit or whatever. Right. I mean, I could just donate these. I just got to find one of those clothes box. Then I finally find the clothes box after a month of looking for where there's a good clothes box to do it. My buddy's like, they have them right at the moose. I'm like, get out of here. You yeah, know? they have them pretty much yeah. anywhere. So so then I'm like, all right, I'll go to the clothes box and clean out the car. But then it's rainy or it's freezing, bitter cold. And I'm like, I'm not doing it today. Yeah. Especially if I'm in here and I'm doing shows at night and everything else. I just don't have the energy. So those are like the baby resolutions that I have. They're like simple ones. You know what I mean? Like self-care. Like, yeah, you know, like, like my resolution is this year to shave. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, do <laughs> shave and make sure I shower a little bit more. Do too. a sit up. Yeah, you know one, one sit up. Hey, everybody's got goals, man. You, you got to start small, baby. Baby step. My my goal is to run that. Is to ride that. Uh, that. Um, oh my god! Why can't ride to remember? To oh, yeah. the ride to remember. See, you're gonna do that though. You're doing the Peloton. You're doing all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I gotta get a bike, and I gotta. There's this guy in Holyoke that's been that's been telling me he's got uh, bikes for sale, and I gotta go yeah. over and see him. I just haven't been able to to go over and. It's do not it. Bob the bike guy. No, it's not Bob the uh, bike okay. guy. No. Um, you know, here's one of my resolutions. I told you the other day. Remember, I was like, I want to work, like for like, a couple hours or whatever, and get to yeah. hang out the animals at either Forest Park Zoo or Lupa Zoo. Did some guy approach you last night? Does so that, yeah, yeah, so I was saying how that's like one of these things right. I want to do, and I'm like, you think some listeners like eh, my buddy owns Lupa Zoo? I'll make it happen for you, Marty. Right. Or my other buddy uh, is the head zookeeper of Forest Park. I'll make it happen for you, Marty. That guy wrote in. He's like, I'll come talk to you on Thursday, and uh, we'll get you squared away to 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 go over and work. I think it was Lupa. He was saying right. Um, I was like a little kid waiting for Santa Claus yesterday, just waiting for that guy to come up and talk to me and be like, yep, how about next week? I was so excited. Yeah. And? Nothing. Nobody showed up? No one. Nobody approached you? Not a not a one. Well, I guess, uh, why don't you just go volunteer down at like Dakin or something and uh, hang with the cats and dogs instead of the- Because uh, you know, I'll come home with all the cats and dogs because well, I, you know what I mean? That's the kind of person you are. Yeah. I just, what I want to do is I just want to go over there and like shadow them or meet the monkey. I could go to the little monkey house, have the little monkey on my shoulder, Yeah. You know the, the funny thing is about you. You're so you you can be hard in some ways, and then all of a sudden somebody shows you a dog or a cat, and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, 
You know what else is something that I I've, like animals more than people. Here's something that I've noticed that I do in my older age now. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're in your like 20s and you're driving, there'd be like a girl jogging with a sports bra and like <laughs> yeah. little yoga shorts and you slow down. You're like, whoa, whoa, like a creepy guy, you know? Uh, I don't even see the girl anymore. Like if they have a dog, I'm just, oh my, look at that look golden at the retriever. Dog. Look at the golden retriever. I, I had it at one of these breweries that I was performing at. There was this dog that was so, I couldn't take my eyes off this dog. And I was like, I went over and I was like, can I play with your dog? And the lady was like, sure. And I was playing with this dog. I think it was like a Burmese mountain dog or something like that. I was playing with the dog and everything. No, it was a black lab because I was like, I remember my, my dog. Playing with the dog, you know, talking about the dog. I didn't even look up. I'm just playing with the dog the whole time. I walk back over, yeah. and all my comedian friends are like, "Holy crap! Did you see that girl that you were talking? She's like a 14 out of 10 scale." I was like, "I didn't even look. I didn't even look at her." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "I just." I was more dog. concerned with the dog. Yeah, you get older, and you're just like your priorities shift. You know. Well, because you know it's never going to happen anyway, so you might as well just enjoy the dog. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're dead a long time ago inside, but... That good-looking girl doesn't even know you exist. Yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you become self-aware of that, too, you right. realize. You know, like when you're 21, you're like, yeah, look at me. I could go jog with my shirt yeah. off. Now you're just like, uh. but... But, I'm, pu- I'm pushing 50 and yeah. nobody cares. No, yeah. no, yeah. it's fine. It's, a, it's, it's been done for 20 right, years, right. you know. Uh, I got this story here. The world of Chinese chess is in an uproar over rumors of cheating and a bad behavior scandal that saw the national champion stripped of his title on Monday after a victory celebration ended with him defecating in a hotel bathtub. Uh, Zing Qi, or Chinese Chinese chess, has been hugely popular for hundreds of years across Asia, and 48-year-old Yan Chen Long beat dozens of contenders last week to win the title of the Zheng Qi King at a national tournament hosted by the Chinese Yankee Association. But his joy was short-lived, with the CXA on Monday announcing that Yan would have to uh, have his title revoked and prize money confiscated after he had been caught disrupting public order and displaying extremely bad behavior. The association was also forced to address rumors circulating online that Yan had cheated during the uh, competition by using anal beads equipped with wireless transmitters <laughs> to send and receive signals. Jan allegedly clenched and unclenched uh, rhythmically to communicate information about the chessboard via code to a computer, which then sent back instructions on what moves in order for him by vibrations. This is just an accusation. They don't. They have no idea no if proof. this is even true. It's great accusation. Uh, but which then sent back the instructions on what moves to make in the form of vibrations, according to reports from the uh, Chinese social website Weibo. Uh, based on our understanding of the situation, it is currently impossible to prove that Jan engaged in cheating via these beads, as speculated on social media. But he was still stripped of his title and banned from playing for a year after his celebrations went wayward. Jan consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th, and then he defecated in the bathtub of the room he was staying in on the 18th in an act that damaged hotel property, violated public order and good morals, and had a negative impact on the competition of the event and was of extremely bad character. No, 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 no. You spend your whole life trying to become the Yang Pi King, and you're going to celebrate. This is the way it goes, man. Like, yeah, man, I got, I just won. I yeah. won the chess championship. Maybe everyone thinks he's celebrating, but maybe what he was really trying to do is just prove that he didn't cheat. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think I had those in my butt? <laughs> yeah. Everyone get in here to the bathroom. I'm yeah. going to show hey, you look. something. Everybody look. There's no beads in there. Let me show you something. Let me take a big old yeah, champion-sized yeah, yeah. dump right yeah. here in the toilet. <laughs> the uh, the association did not disclose the amount of prize money Jan was forfeiting, but uh, the tournaments often promise winners tens of thousands of, of, of yawn, which is only like a couple thousand dollars. But still. Yawn? Yawn? Yan? Yen. Yen? But yeah. it's pronounced Y-U-A-N. Yen. I always thought it was Y-E-N. Yan? You see all these Chinese people? <sighs> oh. How much is that? That's 37 yawns. Oh, my God. So many yawns. That's a lot. Yeah. The, uh, Yen. post included a photo of Yan on stage flanked by two runners-up proudly holding up his prize certificate, which he will no longer be able to have because- What? He, he got it stripped. They stripped it all from him. They took away the money and they took away the uh, championship. Did anyone else, while you're reading that story, try to clinch their buck cheeks to see if they could communicate with him? <laughs> How do you know I'm not doing it right now? <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was SOS. I was doing Morse code yeah. with my butt. Yeah. Dude, what a crazy. I got a buddy who's uh, into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, one of the things that's weirds me out. Um, you know, you go to China, I guess, like they have um, they have toilets in the like American like you have to ask for like an Americanized room where they have an actual toilet in it. Yeah. But a lot of the hotels like the the actual toilets basically like almost like a hole in the floor. Yeah, I saw that at the nudist camp up in uh, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a whole I, other story. I DJ a nudist. I DJ a party at a nudist camp <laughs> in, uh, in Woodstock, Connecticut about six years ago. And uh <laughs> The guy was taking me on a tour of the building, and it was actually one of these like environmentally conscious, you know, type of things. And it was like these almost, they weren't really regular toilets, they were almost like holes in the floor kind of thing. <laughs> it was weird, I'm it was a weird your, experience. I'm laughing yeah. thinking of your DJ names. This is DJ Floppy Bag, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this is DJ Limpty, yeah. There he is, hey, it's DJ Limpty. Look at him. You said Limp Biscuit. Wait a second. That, that, no, yeah. that was an interesting experience because you know because a lot. I think we were trying to get rid of the stigma. They were trying to get rid of the yeah, stigma yeah. that like it's some kind of. It's, they're not swingers. They're just nudists. They're just, they they're like just people nude. who like to be naked. Sure. And uh, it was just an odd. Th I didn't have to be naked. Oh, I was, I was just going to no, ask. No, no, no. I got to, I got to be fully clothed. I was and, just pictured uh, you doing like the uh, the DJ stuff, like er, 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 with the turntables, but you have your hands up in the air, and you're like, "How am yeah. I doing it?" But there's uh, <laughs> there was a guy, and I couldn't take any pictures because you're not allowed to take any pictures. Well, that would make it. sense. Be well, you didn't check in. You didn't check in at the news resort on Facebook with some no, photos. No, I, I, I didn't. I'm like, no. But you know what I did? I put up a picture of a troll doll, and I said, "This is an accurate representation." of what it looks like here <laughs> right now that's really funny that uh, that, that reminds me that's do you remember when instagram had that thing the uh the free the nipple uh oh yeah movement? yeah yeah, yeah. The, right to allow there to be right. nudity yeah i don't understand that so if you're male if you're if i'm a guy and i yeah. want to post a picture of me with no shirt on totally fine but if you're a woman you can't well, it's, I don't know. It's but just now, kinda... like, people can identify however they want to, like, you can identify as non-binary. Can face like, can Instagram regulate that? Facebook regulate that? Well, be yeah, like... because all that is is algorithm. It's just, a, it's just a, a, a computer scanning those photos and then automatically kicking them off. You'd probably have to fight Instagram or Meta, whoever owns the, the website, in order to get that picture 
put up. I'm so out of shape right now that I probably but, can't post one of me topless because the algorithm will be like, mm, no, that's a that's a lady. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you ever, did you see the picture a couple of years ago with Tommy Lee on Facebook? What? It was a full frontal. He was sitting. No. He was sitting down, and he had he did a selfie, and he was showing uh, that giant uh, gift from God that he get that he has. <laughs> and but and and they didn't take it down. They didn't take. They it down. They left it up. I think it was up for a few days before somebody finally took it down. Listen, I think most men are like we've had enough of Tommy Lee's junk. It's it's okay. Well, that's if when you take just that one down. click the unfollow button. You don't it's have to good, look at it. Well, he did it on his own Facebook page. Yeah, it was it was his own Facebook fan page that he did, and he put it up there. Uh, you know what? We're gonna take a break. I'll I'll get the information. You gonna pull that up we'll, for we'll, me? We'll, we'll, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I saved it. You want I that on your it, work yeah. computer? You want that on your I, work? Search? I, sc- I screenshot it. That's the it's, meeting you want to have on Monday. <laughs> meeting with M E A T. It's seven twenty seven with Bax and Nagel and Marty Gabroni on Rock one hundred two. Rock 102, light 102. I love that. <laughs> rock 102 is Springfield's classic <laughs> rock. It's uh, 742 at Bax and Nagel Show uh, with Marty Caproni here uh, this morning. Hey, and, Steve. Uh, it's the last show of the year. This is it. This That's is right. it. Yeah, it's going to be a brand new uh, brand new show coming up on January 2nd. 2024. It's just yeah. a brand new edition of the show. It's so, not yeah. like a new show. We've, we've already been through that before. 2024. You know? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Never thought you'd live to see the day, did you? No. I never thought I was going to live past uh, 24, and then I thought at 27 I wouldn't. And uh, here I am, uh, pushing. Here you are, say. pushing hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going into, you want to do some news? Uh, news? Sure. How about some news? Okay. When it's uh, When it's done providing holiday joy, Lindsay Hale hopes people will consider donating their Christmas trees to help feed the goats, pigs, and sheep at, and donkey at Firefly Fields Farm. Most people think goats can eat anything, but that's false. They uh, can be super picky eaters, said Hale from Southwick's farm owner, uh, because of her 20 goats used for petting and yoga. You ever see goat yoga? Yeah. It's the only time yoga's really looked appealing to me. Right. Yeah. We had uh, we had an employee here who who did that. I would she love to have great. a little baby goat. See, this goes back to my zoo thing. You know, how I want to spend a day at the zoo. I would love to have a baby goat just sitting on my back while I'm trying to do a downward hey, dog or whatever. Maybe, maybe we can hook you up with th- with this family and they can uh, ha- hire you as a yoga goat instructor. <laughs> yeah. Imagine I, I do it wrong and... Uh, I think I'm teaching a class of yoga to goats. <laughs> yeah. No, no, your hoofs are all wrong. Line your hoofs up. <laughs> they, uh, first, you said they must be live Christmas trees that are still taking water and haven't dropped their needles yet. I've heard a lot of people say that after they got their trees home, the needles dropped off. Uh, she said adding those trees probably wouldn't pass muster for the choosy farm animals. Oh, well. Oh, I'm sorry, you begging goat. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a... That's a fir tree. I, I prefer. Uh, so the, the so where is this farm that you're supposed to drop your trees off? In it's the in Southwick. Oh, okay. Uh, second, she can't use any trees brought or I'm sorry, bought at a big box store or grocery store, as those trees are often treated with flame retardant chemicals, pesticides, and herbicides, like the ones you buy from Walmart or, or Home Depot, or, Home Depot or, or something okay. like that. She goes, I've been telling people we need trees uh, that were cut locally. So if you bought one from like you know the Christmas tree farms or Paul Bunyan's in Chicopee, great 
Great Christmas tree farm. You ever know the story about that? You want another little Western Mass trivia for you? Oh, please, Marty, take us down the road of uh, Western Mass history. <laughs> Listen, you made fun of me about the Skid Row thing with the bottle the other day, and then you sent me the thing. That was someone posted well, it was the thirty-year anniversary. Of. A guy sent me that, and he's like, "You guys were just talking about this," and yeah. I'm like, "Facebook was listening to yeah. us." Well, I'm going to tell you another story now, Steve. So mm-hmm. sit sit right in for story right, time. We'll sit back and listen to Marty's. Yeah, you know Chickabee well, right? I know Chickabee enough. You know yeah. where my moose lodges I'm always talking about? Lodge 1849 it, on yep. Fuller Road there. Mm-hmm. And they have that big hill and it goes down. <clears> and yep. then there's a White Eagle package store. And there's also a Paul Bunyan Nursery. I think I've it's still owned by the Zatella family, who were good friends of mine growing up. And, and uh, they're a longtime Chickabee family. Oh, they have a street named after him, too. Yeah, uh, they have a couple, yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Uh, the greatest family, by the way, nice, nicest people. So they have this Paul Bunyan's nursery, and that's where people go to get their Christmas trees. And that whole Fuller Road at one point, before the Western Mass Development bought up half of it, yeah. was all just giant Christmas tree farms. And one day I asked my mom, I said, why do they just grow Christmas trees here? And I was given a tale, and the tale was, that was some of the most fertile farmland in the Pioneer Valley. That because it's a delta, you know, where the Chickabee River would flood right. over and the sediment would be there. And they used to grow great vegetables, the kind that you you love to to eat. And uh, one day in the fifties, I think fifties or sixties, a tanker, a gas tanker, you know, like the air refuelers, yeah, was taken off from Westover with a full load of gas. And they had some members of the media on board and stuff. So they had a little more people or whatever. Turned out they did the calculations wrong. The plane was a little too heavy. It took off from Westover. It bounced off the pike, the mass pike, and it crashed in that field. And the, whatever it is, hundreds of thousands of gallons of jet fuel sprayed across those whole fields. My my friend's uh, father, who's no longer with us, is a great guy, Bill Keating, he told me the story because he lived in Sheridan Circle at the time. He said the sun, it would look like the sun was out in the middle of the night. So they all ran up, him and all his friends in the neighborhood ran up. And he said it was carnage. There was like shoes with like feet in it and stuff like that's all. horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. But that that's the reason you only can grow Christmas trees. You can't grow anything. The, the government said for 100 years you can't grow stuff until that cycles out of the soil or whatever. So that's why... You get your Christmas trees there because they're gonna they're gonna be great trees because they're still growing in yeah. great soil. You just you couldn't eat your Christmas tree. Can't eat the oh I, I kind of like mine uh, smoked with a little jet fuel <laughs> on them. Well, well, now it's making me wonder if you could take your Christmas tree to the yeah. goats or if they'd be like, nah, this tastes a little gassy. If you really like look at the history, that's the first time I've ever heard that story. And 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 those plane crashes that mm-hmm. used to happen like so frequently. Yep. The, the, there was there's one in the middle of Mount Tom. If you I walk was up say, I've, I've walked there's up there's a memorial there, there for yep. the the guys. And there's another one on the top of uh the other one in uh, in South Hadley there. What's um is it Skinner State Park or whatever it is? Yeah, Skinner. Yeah, yeah. What's the is that what is that? Mount what is it? Um, uh, it's uh, Skinner Mountain. Okay. Well, at the top of that, where that big uh, the summit ma- mansion yeah. is and all that stuff, outside there's a propeller that's in the ground, and it's a it's from a plane crash. from another plane crash uh, coming out of these Air Force bases. Here's a little fact about the uh, Mount Skinner, the Skinner, the Summit House, they call it. All right. 
back whatever that was. I don't know if it's the 30s or 40s or 20s or whatever. But there was a giant like resort up there, mm-hmm. and it burned to the ground. A giant resort. Yeah, like some guy built like this beautiful palatial resort okay, up was there. Was it that or was it the other side of Mount Tom? Because there was one up there that burnt to the ground. I mean, and, and the remnants are still there. That's that goat path or whatever I'm, it's called. I'm, I'm going to say to you, one of the things that you and everyone listening has to understand is sometimes I don't have all of my facts right. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I don't know. Although it sounds like I'm speaking with conviction. I don't know the perfect details. I always get people correcting the details of the story after yeah. to me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy. I get it. You're smart. You're a historian or whatever you are. I'm a dummy. I am a freely admitted dummy. So I only know what I know about some of this stuff. But that's one of the Things. Well, there's a section. It was a section of Mount Tom <clears throat> when you go up all the way up to the top. Yeah, and it's a portion you can drive to. It's like the furthest portion you can yes. drive to. Uh, and I, it might not. You might not even be able to drive up there anymore. There was a resort yeah. up there as yeah. well, and that one also, I believe, burned to the ground or something. Yes, you're you're correct. But I think the Summit House also was something up there. Maybe it was a hotel. The Summit yeah. House was a hotel or something. I think you're right about that. I think there yeah. was some kind of history in there that uh, uh you know, see. we take for granted how cool Western Mass really is. With, there is a lot of cool stuff. You got mountains, there. you got the river, you got all this like cool it's it's really, yeah, if you ever spend a day on the river in the summertime and you're just up there around the, you know where the cornfields are in Hadley like yeah. somewhere between the shallows and 4th of July beach and you're just sitting on a boat and you look out as it's getting close to sunset. You look around, you got mountains all around. It is truly beautiful. And then, you know, I've always said we live in one of the uh, one of the most beautiful parts of the country. It is. And yeah. then and then you then you go and you stop at the Chicken Bee Walmart on your way home and you're like, god dang, this yeah, what is happened? A terrible place. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when this was all Christmas tree farms <laughs> back here. That's that's what we used to do. But uh hey, you know what? This Firefly Fields Farm, uh, 9 Bab Road in Southwick. They got <clears throat> In addition to having goats, sheep, a donkey, horses, pigs, ducks, rabbits, and chickens, and they offer visits. You could go over there, petting zoo style too, well, and unicorn parties. What's a unicorn? That see, that sounds <laughs> that sounds dirty in some regard. That sounds like a, a unicorn be, party. It sounds like it'd be wrong. It sounds like it go like a real wrong way. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> it's like one of those parties where uh, the kids all like throw a bunch of pills into a into a bucket. This is like yeah, let's. Uh, let's yeah. Let's put different uh, yeah, yeah. types of pine trees in a, in, a, in a pile and see which one gets gets the goat high. <laughs> you could do something like that. I, I'd go to a unicorn party. Uh, you know, that's fine. I'd, I'd do that. But, yeah, but what do they got for animals? I want to It says, it says they have uh, goats, sheep, donkeys, horses, pigs, ducks, rabbits, and chickens. And he, they have a petting zoo. Here's, here's, let me be more specific about my zoo thing. Mm-hmm. Um. If I have a bucket list of things in Western Mass I want to do, here here they are. I want to pet or hold a baby bear, you know what I mean, or like a well-trained bear or the monkeys at the zoo there or, or like one of the big cats. You know, you ever see like the Steve Irwin where he cuddles around with it? Yeah. I want to do one of those things. The other one, the other one I would love but it'll never happen because I'm too fat right now is to fly in those jets that come out of barns. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dude, you know how cool it is that we have that base right there with those fighters? Uh, it's pretty neat that we got Dude, that. how cool would it be 
to just be ripping just below the speed of sound across the valley. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, I've always wanted to go up when they have the air show. Yeah. But I'm too fat for the plane. They, they'll, oh. they'll take media people and they'll That's bring, what I was saying. I would yeah. love to do that. But, I would but I they, would even lose weight for that. You should you should definitely do that because you you could definitely get in on, on the action on that. They take the reporter. They took the twenty two news as the reporters go up in the uh, in the plane. Well, they take Ryan stuff. Walsh up there back when he was uh, doing it. No, they took. I don't. I think it was uh, was Laura, it Kriegs? No, I think it was Laura Hutchinson. You remember her? Oh, okay. So yeah, they were like, but, and she threw up because it was the zero the G force and the thing when you're flipping upside crazy, down and right? all that. And they were even doing it mildly. You know, it's yeah, not like they're not trying doing... to. They're not. See, I would, I would. That'd be something. I'd be like, all right, I got three months to drop forty pounds and go to the gym every day hey, and whatever. That's I would a do goal. It for that. That's your New Year's resolution. There's my New Year's goal: yeah. is uh, play with a, a bear or some exotic animal, at one of these zoos, and to uh, fly in one of those jets. I think you're uh, you're on track, man. I think you're ready to go. <laughs> Doing good. Yeah, but you should go over to this lady and do goat yoga. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried goat. They have yoga. goat yoga classes. I tried goat yoga. I'd, I'd probably drive to Southwick for that. Get you do your yoga, then grab a Miss Murphy's donut on your way. Home. <laughs> I love just that defeat place. Your whole, just yeah. defeat your whole. Uh, but yeah, you should do the goat yoga and be more at peace. Mm. Mm. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Ah. I do need to do yoga. I need to let go of some of this anger. You have a lot of anger going on there. I can tell. I, I can tell. I can. I listen to you, and I hear the anger coming out of you. Just in my voice. Yeah. He's like, oh, here we go again. I just need to sell one more ticket to that $20 ticket <laughs> comedy show for dinner and a show. Uh, it is uh, 7.55, and uh, we'll, we'll get into more stuff coming up yeah, next yeah. hour. All right. It always goes by quick when, when we're doing this. It uh, does, actually. You know what I mean? I feel like we get here, it's dark outside, then we go out on a break or whatever, and it's like all sunny, and then before we know it, we're going home or getting breakfast. Sun's about to come up. I would tell you, let's get breakfast today after the show, but... Uh, no, I got the I got other things going on. I got, got a lot I of chicken do, broth I gotta, to drink. I got to do all of this. Yeah, chicken broth, and, uh, and I got to do all this stuff for the weekend here. Oh, hey, you know what we should yeah. do, too? We should do a shout-out thing to the people who listen to the podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people stream online or listen to the podcast. If they're listening from somewhere far away, they should send you or I a message of where they're listening from. We used to have the guy from, uh, oh, man. Australia country? or Norway or no, something? No, it was, it was some Middle East country, and I can't remember. <laughs> uh, no, he was, he was, like, stationed there. Oh, and he okay. was listening online, and he uh, would, uh, I think it was, like, Uruguay or something like that. He would be listening Uruguay is like Central America, isn't it? Somewhere. It was somewhere <laughs> in the world. He was listening very far away from here. Hey, listen, I can't keep track of where these people are. <laughs> There's so many of them. Just Syracuse yeah. education right there. It's uh, some far place. Uh, North Dakota or something? Yeah. So, it's in yeah, the Middle East. North, I think it's North <laughs> Dakota, I believe. I believe that's uh, the Middle East. It's on the southern tip of Europe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is 756 with Vax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Well, a Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, 812, and Pink Floyd on Rock 102. It's uh, Bax and Nagel show. Bax out until Tuesday, but Marty Caproni is here. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. I keep saying good morning, even though we've been here for uh, yeah. Well, uh, five, new listeners are getting in the car, ready to go to work. That's right, a new, f- a new, a fresh new set of ears on a on a week where everyone's mailing it in. Hey, uh, I had something that I, if I could uh, say real quick, it yeah. would be uh, good. 
I got to move some more tickets for the show that I'm doing tonight in uh, Cheshire, Connecticut. I am uh, I am doing a show. You can go to comedycraftbeer.com and get tickets to that show. Uh, Cheshire's not too far from my Connecticut listeners. It's uh it's a little before Waterbury. It's like uh, between Southington and Waterbury. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Um, really cool venue. Uh, Cheshire Craft Brewing is the name of the brewery, and uh, I've never been there before, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I know some of my family uh, down there has said that they they were considering coming out, but uh, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, by what he just told me for the amount of tickets sold, uh, could use a little push. So if you're in Connecticut and you're listening, you're like, we got nothing to do tonight. What are we going to do tonight? Well, you go to comedycraftbeer.com and you uh, get your tickets to come out and see me. If I wasn't busy, I uh, would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you're busy. What do you got going on? I uh, I'm going to a, I'm going to a a, pro, a party uh, like Thank a you. holiday party. Partying? Yeah, like and I'm gonna bring a dozen Dunkin' Donuts with me because everybody gets a donut. That's a nice that's a nice party gift. Well, American runs on Dunkin'. Price of participation may vary. It's a limited time off. <laughs> you squeeze in an extra plug there for Dunkin'. Yeah, well, that's how you we should do that one day. Just talking plugs back and forth. Huh? Comedycraftbeer.com. Uh, we, we, used to, we used to do that all the time, and it used to really irritate the other guy that was sitting there in, in oh. your seat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Used to get upset. Really, so mad because I'd be like, you know, talking about seven B's and like, oh, you know, you can get a nice juicy burger over at Seven B's uh, out in the corner of Route Ten and Two Hundred Two in Westfield. Hey, you know what though? You're not wrong. Great burger at Seven Bees. They do. I like the the Mac Biggie. The Mac Biggie. Yeah, uh, it's a you know play on uh, <clears throat> McDonald's, but it's allegedly, way allegedly, it's way better. It's allegedly. way better with the special sauce and everything uh, like I that. I mean, I think anything. You know, yeah. That's. Well, remember yeah. them telling me uh, he, the owner uh, Bill over yeah. there telling me how many like burgers they've sold, and it's like, I think I don't know. I, it, it's got to be in the thousands of of burgers. Oh, over there. oh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, you know who's got a good burger, and I'm not just saying it, but uh, Chef Larry, Chef Jeff over at View Street, they make a mean burger. Well, there you go. And you can also get a comedy show and dinner for 20 bucks. I mean, you don't have to go to get the comedy you're show. You're not going to get a burger for 20 bucks in a comedy in, show. But in, you're gonna... in fact, tonight there, they got uh, dueling pianos for free. Dueling pianos. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's the guys that do that? Um, they get uh, Ed from View Street has... Uh, he took some time uh, networking and stuff, and he went to different dueling piano bars and stuff and talked to people, and he networked. So he has, like, a circuit of guys that always come through. He's got, like, maybe over a dozen people that come through playing, depending on the times that he does it, because they're really hard to hammer down. My buddy, uh, who's a comedy promoter in, in uh, New Hampshire, my buddy uh, uh, Rob Steen, he does it up there in Maine, in Agunquit, Maine and everything. Yeah, They both said the same thing to me. It's hard to find uh, dueling piano guys that can consistently work for you, so you need a large stable of them because there's a huge demand for dueling pianos on cruise ships. Remember how we were talking yeah, about Rafa yeah, Gonzalez yeah. about the cruise ships? So you have to have enough that if they're all out in ships, you can pull some more. So he pulls Ed pulls them in from New York City and Boston and stuff like that, and um, they're really good. I, I, I've seen them uh, one time there. They're very good, so... Yeah, you can get yourself uh, one of those great uh, Chef Jeff, Chef Larry burgers and uh, watch yourself some Dylan Piano. Wow, we're just like uh, well, that's advertising we're, whores this That's morning. what I thought yeah. we were doing. I yeah. thought we were going back and forth. You well, know. you know, you can also, uh, if you have a problem with your water system, you can call the folks at Aquapump. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love the good guys. They are good guys. I bet you they there. make a mean burger if they have a company party or uh, you know whatever. Actually, uh, I went to their uh, customer appreciation party and they had this uh, this uh, delicious beef brisket that they uh, oh. doled out. It was it was like probably one of the best spreads of food I've ever had. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like they did a they did a great job with that stuff. Yeah. So you just got to become a customer. There you, go. you know what it is? These guys, yeah, these guys. My buddy Brian, who's a tree guy in yeah. uh, East Heartland, Connecticut, he has a, a customer appreciation party every every year. I usually perform at it. This year I couldn't. But he does, he smokes the brisket and everything at the party. He has this huge barn out in the middle of the woods. Yeah. But he's a real successful tree guy. He's like the guy. Like if you need a lot cleared or whatever, if anyone does, they can uh, put me in touch. This guy, he makes crazy. He's got all the... You know, yeah. millions of dollars worth of machinery. He's got the thing that goes up the tree, and all the branches come off, and then it chops it all up like a. Oh, like that's a, cool. Yeah, he's got all that. So, um, but he does that. He smokes the brisket, and I was like, it must be something with these guys who are real blue collar, have real, real successful businesses that they're like, I can afford paying ten grand for a smoker and the finest brisket. You know, those smokers are pretty expensive too. <laughs> I did that. I did the smoked meat uh, on Christmas. That thing that came out fantastic. The uh, the smoke ring. I I don't think I'll ever grill normally ever again. The smoker thing is uh, has just changed the uh, trajectory of how I cook food. Are you sure that you cooked it to a high enough temperature? That's not yes, I did. I cooked it to a medium rare, which uh, you know. All right. Uh, I my preference would have been mooing, but uh, nobody else <laughs> likes that. So you used your Hawkman probe that Hawkman uh, got you for Christmas. Yes, and put it in there? yeah, I did. I put the put the Hawkman probe in there. It tells yep. me the uh, temperature because you got to put. There's two probes: one you put in the end, and one one you put in the middle, so you can tell. What? Double probe it like a rotisserie. Yeah. Well, no, you put it right in the right in the top, right oh, in okay. the, right in the middle. What is the temperature for medium rare? Uh, one thirty-five or All right, something. Good. Like All that. right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was just testing to see if you yeah. were telling me the right story, and it wasn't in fact that you ate raw meat. Well, no, you take it off at uh, you take it off at. I took it off at like one twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I probably should have taken it off a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Than that because it still cooks. You got to let it sit, and it'll still cook for you know probably a good half hour after that. My neighbor Ricky, he got one of those Traeger grills. You know what I mean, where you uh, put yeah. the wood pellets in. They're all expensive that. and everything. And uh, he w- he was smoking like crazy when he first got it, and he used to come over and waft into my yard. And I always wanted to just go over with a plate, you know. So yeah, can you throw some of that on my plate, just but, a little bit. But listen, if you want the best smoked meat around, I tell everybody. I mean, I haven't been to Fletcher's yet, and I love the- well Theodore's. I mean, you can't go wrong with Theodore's; they're burn-ins. But I love BT's Barbecue and Sturbridge, man. I've yet to be there. I've yet to go there. I got to go there. That would be a field trip, though. You know what we should do? We should find a venue out there that wants to do a show, and we should do a show and then go there and just gorge on barbecue. What about BT's? Can we do a show there? No. And like <laughs> like most barbecue places. It's an outdoor thing or what? It's what? like on the backside of a gas station. It's a very small. It's a cute little restaurant. Yeah. But you know Casey Masterpiece? Remember Casey Masterpiece barbecue sauce and all That's that That's good. Yeah, yeah. Sauce. Well, Casey Masterpiece was a chain. That guy who does those, he was the barbecue champion before barbecue yeah. was cool. He had a chain of like 12 of those across the South. They have one of the remaining, last remaining smokers from the Casey Masterpiece barbecue uh, restaurants there. Well, we'll have to go and uh, do that as a field trip. Uh, yeah. you're, you're talking New Year's Eve weekend. Are you doing any shows on New Year's Eve? 
Yeah, I got the. Yeah, I do, but they're they're not even close to the area here. I, what I really want to push is for people to uh, go to, tonight to the go show. to tonight to the Cheshire uh, Craft. Well, program. I was just gonna go around the area and talk about all the things that are happening uh, <laughs> on New Year's Eve. I was just trying to get that lead in. Is there still a lot happening on New Year's? Someone told yeah. me that since the pandemic, the people don't go out as much for New Year's. Well, I, I think that's starting to pick up because, uh, like, MGM's got like a whole things scheduled down there they got that fleetwood mac cover band that's going to be there oh, wow. tusk or uh whatever and then they have a new year's eve party oh wow as well and then uh i'm looking at all these other ones. first night up in northampton there's always a ton of events going that's on cool. up there that starts they have i've took my kids to the fireworks there um for first night yeah you know where uh, we went there's a building where the old hospital Used to be, and now it's like a big industrial building yeah. there. Yeah, you can park in the parking lot there and watch the fireworks from the hill. Uh, at That's 6 the o'clock. best move yeah. to do. I used to do that with the uh, South Hadley fireworks that park in the cemetery there. Mm-hmm. And you just, yeah. and then you're out. You don't, you don't have to sit in traffic or anything else. You get to see just as well as everyone else. There's a bowling party at Shaker Ooh. Bowl right over here in East Longmeadow uh, from five to eleven p.m. on the thirty first. Uh, then you got uh, Chicken Wire and First Stop playing at the Hitchcock Brewing Company up in Bernardston. Bernardston? Yeah. That's a waste. We should do a show up there, too. You know, my buddy uh, my buddy who owns um, Crump and Fox there. Yeah. Tim Van Epps. We could do a show up there. We could do that. We I would do that. Let's do it. Yeah, and I was just thinking Sturbridge, my... Uh, my buddy Ken, he has uh, he owns Sturbridge St- Seafood out there. It's an amazing seafood place. Yeah. And he also owns a restaurant called the Porterhouse. It's a really good restaurant. Maybe he would want us to do a show. Wow. We gotta start doing that. That's there's that's a resolution our resolution for both of us. Yeah, let's actually start booking things. Yeah, yeah. Get these yeah. venues to reach out to us and uh, start booking us in for comedy shows. Let's, yeah, let's we're looking, make it happen. We're looking for uh, like north, like Greenfield area, anywhere up in that area. Because uh, we're trying to we're trying to get the people that don't live in this direct right. Springfield area that can come to these shows. We can go we can go do them up north. Well, dude, and even in Connecticut, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's you know we could do that. That's what I should, t- I should tell my buddy Ryan from uh, Comedy Craft Brew that right. we want to do like uh, City Steam, do a weekend together down there. That would be fun at the Brouhaha. Uh, there's a New Year's Eve yoga sanctuary Ooh. Uh, in Northampton. Whoa. At, the Lost A-Sides at the Sons of Aaron in Westfield. I don't know what that is. It's an Irish place, I think? Yeah, it's an Irish place. Okay, makes uh, sense. Let's see. A New Year's Eve party at the uh, Proprietor's Lodge in Pittsfield. Oh, wow. That's uh, some guy's shed in his backyard that he made into a man cave. And on uh, January 1st, there's a Hampshire Regional High School com- School Committee meeting. Wow. <laughs> Who's having a school committee meeting on January 1st? Who is doing that? Somebody who really doesn't like fun. You know, somebody who's like, I'm going to make sure that no one I know has fun. I don't even know if that's a real event. It's just listed here on the... uh... Oh, how about this one? New Year's Eve board game marathon. (laughs) Where's that? This is the huge annual marathon. It's in East Longmeadow. Mark it on your calendars. Come for one game or ten. Come camp out for four straight days or whatever your preference. I've never heard of this before. What's that? This uh, New Year's Eve board game marathon. Board game marathon? Who's? It says 15 Oxford Lane in East Longmeadow. Is that just like someone's house? We can't just send people. <laughs> it starts It starts tonight at 9 p.m. And it ends on January 3rd at 3 a.m. God, that's funny. Imagine if this is just someone's address. <laughs> 
listeners. Well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Got, I'm just trying to listeners see. Listeners just start showing up. I heard about it on Rock 102. <laughs> well, it's, I'm show, it's, this is on Google. I just typed in New Year's Events Western Mass, and this popped up at this board game night. Oh, God, that's funny. Uh, read more at allevents.in. Uh, of course, when you click the link, you can't get any more information, so I'm not yeah. sure if it's even real or not. That's it. Well, we tried. I tried. Well, I tried giving you what was going on in the area. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it goes back to my point. There's not a ton going on. <laughs> you know what? I'll be sitting at home doing nothing. Is that's, that your plan? That's my plan. That's great. Well, you got. I got kids, man. It's a, you can't like uh, you know. Dude, the worst thing about New Year's when you do comedy is is uh, making it through to the to the you know when you have to stand up there on stage. You're like three, two, one, and like every year, I'm I'm asleep by like twelve fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's what happens when you get older. You just yeah, but you remember back to your twenties. You know what I mean. You'd be it'd be five in the morning. Like, yeah, it's New Year. Come on, let's yeah, go to breakfast. Go. Let's yeah. go to Denny's for breakfast. Let's get another Jaeger bomb in us before yeah. we head over. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh god, what is it? Twelve fifteen. All right. It's uh, it's eight twenty five with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock one hundred two. Leonis. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Ooh, what was that? 843 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni here. What uh, What did you just do? I heard that was an audible click. That, right. uh, so for those listening at home, we were talking again on the break and enjoying a conversation, and I tried to put my headphones on really fast. Yeah. And you know they're really tight so like when you pull them apart and i pull them way apart and then it slipped out of my hand and just crack the plastic case and cracked me right in the head oh, that's that's too funny i was la- I'm laughing over here i didn't that's see it happen i just heard it i just heard it do, do you ever notice that as you get older now too you you just you have bruises on your body and scratches and cuts from things you don't even know you're yeah. like hey, well how'd you cut your arm you're like i don't know I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> Just dead inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that gonna leave a mark though. I literally have. I, a, heard, I, I have I, like a headache starting right now. That was there. an audible injury. Yeah, yeah. Just for the listeners at home. Well, it's uh, you know. Uh, that's what happens that's what though do. on these it's breaks. Theater of the mind. We get talking on these breaks, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, the ZZ tops in it, and you know. I uh, hurt. I pulled this story up. A uh, Minnesota woman has filed a malpractice lawsuit claiming she was left disfigured after her dentist performed more than 30 procedures during one appointment. In the civil lawsuit... That's insane, huh? Civil lawsuit filed last week against Dr. Kevin Muldrum in the Muldrum Family Dentistry in uh, Hennepin County District Court. Kathleen Wilson claims she had to go to other dentists to fix Muldrum's negligent work, which has caused her significant injuries, according to the complaint. Wilson alleges that Muldrum performed eight crowns, four root canals, and 20 fillings in a single visit in July of 2020. But why is she complaining? Well, you got it all done at once? Listen, man, I need probably 20 grand worth of dental work. Yeah. Easy. And I talked to my buddy. Uh, I told you about him before. Dr. Uh, Dr. Dan? Dan Saunders? No. Is he a dentist? He's No. He's a he's actually the president, I think, of the Board of Oral Maxwell Facial Surgeons in all Connecticut. Right. He's super duper talented. Yeah. He's like, yeah, let me know if I could ever help you out. And I'm like, I need help. Like this mouth. Yeah. I need all this work done. I don't have the money. This is where we're talking about things right. like uh, where, you know, all this work. I, needs to I don't know done. whose idea it was to separate dentistry from regular health care. 
Right, but yeah. he, well, you know what though? Because he does the surgery part, so like I know I'll need some surgery stuff on gums and and yeah. stuff like that, extractions and all that stuff. But then after you need the cosmetic part too. You need somebody to be able to come in and put the dental implants in and all that stuff. I need all of that work, but it's so much money. It's expensive, and I feel yeah. like saying to someone like, "Hey, if you do all this work for me, like you can use me in your advertisements and." Uh, I can tell people on stage, you know, like, yeah, I used to hate my uh, mouth, but now I have a smile, and it's from uh, Dr. So-and-so. Yeah, but I love going to Acme Dentistry over in, uh, yeah. No, but I would because it's so – you know, when I was a kid growing up, my father was in the union, Local 98, right here in Eastside Meadow. We had uh, dental. It was full dental plan. We used to go to Dr. Farley. He'd do whatever you needed done, and you didn't pay a dime. And I don't know what's happened in the last so many years, but now if you need dental work, your your dental insurance only covers, like, Two grand. I'm a uh, I'm a little uh, anxious because my dentist, who I've been seeing since I was 17 years old, retiring. Well, he's getting up there, and yeah. it's like you know he's not in the office as much as he used to be. Yeah. So you you don't always get to see him every time uh, you go in for for any kind of work. But he's he's this great great guy, uh, and and the whole you know it's kind of like walking in there, you know everybody, you know, because you've been going there for so long. And it's like, where do you go next? Because it's really hard to find somebody new, like new Dude, doctor, new dentist, whatever. I so I here's the other thing, the other piece of this puzzle. I also have a phobia of dentists, like because that Doctor Farley who we used to go see, he was not. He just did stuff yeah. when you were a kid. It was what it was. It was old school dentistry. And I went to this guy on Memorial Drive in Chicopee, and he was great. And he was doing this work. He was like right. Right, almost across from the Cumberland Farms in that office building, like that office plaza over there. And this guy was an awesome dentist. He was young. He did great. But he's like, listen, we're this far through. You got to make sure you come back. And I was like, sure, I will. And then I didn't go back. Yeah. And I was like, I'm too ashamed yeah. To go back now. So, like, I don't have a dentist and I need one. And I'm just like. You should go to my guy. I need no. I need like I need like one of these guys that's got all the equipment that literally can put you in a chair and be like, well, I'll tell Doctor Dan to do this and uh, I'll do this and you know you'll have implants and we'll put a whatever. I need all this work done, but I need someone who can just do it. That's what I'm saying. This lady's like suing the guy. I'm like, that sounds like a joy to me to get it all done at once. Yeah, I I wouldn't want that happen. It's bad enough to get one filling, dude. Just drug me up, a, knock me 20? out. Knock me out, do it all at once, and then just give me painkillers for a week, and then uh, I just wake up and uh, I, I'm I fine. Don't, I don't think you're supposed to do it that way, and I think that's what this lady's complaining about, and I think that's what the lawsuit is about. Wilson's attorney, uh, Nathaniel Weimer, said uh, they retained Dr. Avram Goldstein, a dentist who serves on the faculty at Florida University, as an expert witness to review Wilson's health records. In a report dated on November 14th, Goldstein acknowledged uh, Boldrum's diagnosis that virtually every tooth inside Wilson's mouth had decay was correct. Goldstein said Boldrum's treatment for Wilson, however, was completely wrong. According to Goldstein, Wilson required a slow, thoughtful, careful, and measured response to her disease, and trying to fill every hole in her tooth and her mouth in one visit was not humanely possible to achieve. I don't know, man. You know what? Here's the other thing about me. I won't sue a dentist. So if someone did that kind of work on me and they were, and I was sore and in pain and whatever after, but a week later I had a great mouth and a great smile and I had no more issues, perfectly fine by me. 
And you can, as far as these expert witnesses, if you have a good lawyer, a scumbag lawyer, whatever, yeah. that, and they're willing to pay an expert, they'll get an expert to testify about anything. Well, yeah, but you that's know? the whole point of suing somebody is to try to get your money's worth out of it. Isn't but it? I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. You, you know. Well, he all, Goldstein said in the report that the maximum doses of anesthetic uh, would be 490 milligrams. Muldrum gave Wilson 960 milligrams, setting Muldrum's anesthesia records. There are finite amounts of anesthetic that can be administered over a five or six hour period. That's the other thing. You're, you're risk. You run the risk of killing somebody. But she didn't die. But did she die? She didn't. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so you got an extra. Well, you never. You never had two shots instead of having one when you're at the bar. You know what I mean. So you got a you got an extra you dose an extra of anesthesia. Big deal. CNN, CNN contacted the uh, CNN contacted the ADA for uh, comment on whether that uh, many procedures should occur in a single visit and what is the typical rate recommendation uh, for that situation. I wonder if nine out of ten of them said, uh, "Dude, if, <laughs> the, if there was a dented nine out of it's like try <laughs> right." If there was a dentist out there that could fix this train wreck of a mouth, do you realize how grateful I would? I would be like, thank you. Well, I wouldn't be like, I'm suing you. This is why I like the guy that I go to. Because years yeah. ago, I had I had f- first started working here with the health and yeah. with the great health insurance that we offer here, which covers you all the way up until you get sick. Right. <laughs> right. So you need it. Yeah. And uh and and the dental plan was completely different than what I had previously at my other right. job. But the dental plan limited you to certain places. It wasn't like you couldn't just go I couldn't keep going to him right. to, in order for them to cover the thing. And uh I went to a chain and I won't say which one. <laughs> But what does it rhyme with? Graspin. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was like one of these things that was like, you go in there, and I had a problem with this one, too. It was like up in the back. Yeah. Like one of the molars up in the oh. back. And uh, this, uh, they sit you down in the chair. Now, you're looking up at that light. Yeah. And it's got like stalactites and stuff from like the previous uh, uh, okay. patient in there. And then when I go in... Then they're like, oh, you'll need the root canal. Uh. You know? So then they're like, let me bring you in the office. They bring you in this office to like finance. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That, the, the root That's canal. what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. don't make the kind of money that I can have right. to fix this. And I didn't make the kind of money back then right. either. Like, I couldn't afford that. Next thing you know, you're paying but you got, know, 20 years on your mouth. But it got so bad that my, you know, my late wife was like, you need to go, like, just go to the guy and we'll figure out how to, how to, you know, pay for at oh. least a visit. And I got to him and he was like, a root canal on that? He's like, you got to yank that. There's no root canal on that unless she's a miracle worker. Yeah, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Realistic. That's that's the kind of right. Thing. That's what you. He want. wasn't there going. Oh yeah, I could make a few bucks off this guy by uh, telling right. him he needs a root canal, and I could probably perform a, a bad one too. <laughs> uh, but uh, but he doesn't do that. It was just like, listen, go get it taken care of and get it out of your mouth. Well, for me, you know, you could you could make the argument that I'm uh, I'm in entertainment, I'm in the industry, and yeah. I'm semi public figure. Uh, you could make that argument, I guess. Uh, it, I almost feel like it should be. I don't know if it's tax deductible or is that like it should be. That should be something that I should be able to. I, I actually, I think anyone should be able to just afford. 
proper dental it, care. It should be part of your health insurance. It should be part of your overall un- health insurance. I don't understand why there is a separation between because everything is connected to the other. Well, that's what they say, like heart attacks and yeah. all these things are elevated risk because of abscess uh, teeth uh, and, abscess and things like, stuff that. like that. Yeah. And here I am being like, well, hope I don't have a heart attack, but I can't afford to fix this. Papa's got bills to pay. Yeah. You know. I need somebody, good. and that, I need somebody that that doesn't have stalactites hanging on the thing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. someone that has all the state of the art stuff where you have no pain, and and where you, you you're watching Netflix yeah. while you're there. You don't even know they're drilling apart your head. I need that. That's what I need. Or the we're knocking you out when you wake up, everything's better. I need one of those. That's I what have I need. never been knocked out of the dentist office, even for a tooth extraction. Oh man, I got one of my wisdom teeth were impacted. I had real bad w- impacted yeah. wisdom teeth. This guy, Doctor Charkodian, he was uh, I think he's Armenian or whatever. Yeah. He goes, no problem. We knock you right out. <laughs> knock you right out. My mom, I remember her picking me up. I was like twenty, you know. My mom, I remember, I come out and I, I was dancing. In the like, literally, like, yeah, what's up? I was dancing in the lobby. That's how good the anesthesia was. Yeah, what was it? You remember what the drug was that they gave you? No, I do not, but it was amazing. And <laughs> and then he gave me, and I'm not a painkiller guy, right. I because they upset my stomach and they constipate you and all that stuff. But he get whatever he gave me for painkillers, too. I just remember, I, I just lost four days of my life. I was on the couch, my friends were coming by to see me and stuff. I don't even remember that they came by. Yeah. But then after those four days, guess what? I was fine. Everything was back to normal. Everything was good to go. That's what I need. I need someone like that to be like, all right, Marty, we'll fix you up. You know, one of those deals. Listen, man, you just give me a bottle of Jack Daniels with you, and I'll uh, get a pair of pliers, and we'll take care of your mouth. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you yeah. what, the, my buddy, Dr. Dan, that's the guy yeah. I was telling you. He's this, like, really accomplished doctor, but he's so cool to hang out with. It's literally like... I could see him being like, ah, come on, we'll just do it in my garage. Like uh, do a couple shots because he, he likes to drink. He was asking me the first night we were hanging out. He goes, do you know what I do for for work? And I was like, you're definitely a plumber. Like you drink like a plumber or an electrician, like a hundred tradesmen. I was. Yeah, yeah he drinks like yeah. a tradesman. So I, and he's like down to earth that way. So yeah. I was guessing all those things. And then his buddy's like, he's a surgeon. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, you don't want him to get the shakes from drinking though. If yeah. he's uh, working on your heart. And that's what I was, I was. I was like, I was like, how good a surgeon can you be? <laughs> how good a surgeon can you be if you're a guy I could imagine being on a softball team with, just pounding beers in a parking lot after? Yeah. How good can you be? And then he was like, Well, actually, Marty, I'm president of the board of Oral Man. Listen, listen. I was you, like, Okay, all if, right. If you get a guy who you know is a heavy drinker. He's not like a heavy drinker, but I just mean he can hang. He's like a fun but, dude, you but, know? But that's what I'm getting at because you know that's a progressive thing. Like eventually you drink more and more. You might wind up with the shakes, you know? So I would <laughs> give a guy like that a game of operation first before uh, he did watch, any. Watch. Just, all right, let's see how good you are without getting that little T-bone You got there. three red noses, yeah. and if you can't do that, after I'm out of this chair. Zing! <laughs> Uh, it is uh, 857 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Liam Nissan is... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 915 and Thin Lizzy on uh, Springfield's Classic Rock. You have uh, Bax and Nagel, but Marty Caproni here and until, uh, well, this is the last show of the year. This is the last show yeah. of the year. Bax, Bax will be back on Tuesday and we'll... Uh, Maybe I'll come in next week to see you guys and yeah, plug my uh, Thursday show at Loft, but... Uh, that would be unusual. Yeah, it'd be strange. <laughs> Sun different. We, we never get to see you. Break up the monotony. <laughs> yeah, we, we never get to, uh, to to see you there. Hey, but, speaking uh, of plugs, though, uh, if you're listening, 
ComedyCraftBeer.com. Go get your tickets for me uh, tonight. Cheshire Craft Brewing in Cheshire, Connecticut. Oh, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, because I know we have listeners down there. I know the signal now carries a lot farther than we thought. A lot farther. Yeah. Like I was in All New Haven and people are like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're a Rock 102 guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? How do you even know? Well, isn't There's radio down there, isn't there? Isn't there there is, but apparently not a lot. <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, so yeah. we're sort of popular. Yeah, kind, maybe, kind of really popular. Maybe even in uh, you know Southern Connecticut. You know, my favorite thing is when people say to you, uh, they they go up to me, and they go, "So what is uh what is what is Bax and Nagel really like?" <laughs> like what? Like I have some other answer than you know what I mean? Oh, like uh, people people ask you that? Oh, it turns out Bax is schizophrenic and Nagel has uh, OCD. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're all kinds of. They just suspend it all on air. No, who you guys are is who you guys are on air and off. I tell everyone, it's literally like hanging out with my friends in the morning when I come in here, you know? And yeah. sometimes I forget about the stuff that we talk about, and then people just come up to me and they start talking about it. I'm like, how do you know that? And they're like, yeah, you told it on the air, dummy. Well, because you know what it is? We talk so much during a four-hour period you that forget you don't about remember it. everything. And But people who listen only listen for a finite number of minutes every morning, so... They're only picking up bits and pieces. True. I so. I think I told one of the times I told the story about how I stuck my tongue to a pole, like the movie A Christmas Story. Did it work? Yeah. Turns out it did. Uh, my parents always, my mom always was like, um, you know, whatever you see in the movies isn't real. So I was at the bus stop and this kid bet me. He's like, it's real. I'm like, that's not a real thing. I would have heard of that, you know. And you did. And it went down just like the movie. was like, I dare you. Uh, okay. Double dog. Yeah, all right, I'll do it. And then, uh, yeah, I... Uh, my they ran and got my mom because there was blood everywhere, you know, shooting out of my mouth because I was trying to rip it off the pole. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother ran a quarter mile from my house to the bus stop with a cup of warm water. By the time she got there, all the water had come out from running. <laughs> and then some neighbor who watched the whole thing had a whole pot of water boiling. Yeah, just came out and dumped it over my head, boiling water, dumped it over my head. My tongue immediately came off the pole, and I didn't feel the pain because yeah, I had third scalding degree, water. Yeah, third degree burns yeah. from the water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky you survived. Yeah. No, I, I left a good chunk of my tongue on the pole. Uh, Pornhub. Oh, I've uh, heard of it. One of the of it. you've heard of that. I've never <laughs> seen anything on there. I've never uh, dabbled. But, uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the largest adult content websites has blocked people in Montana from viewing the site ahead of the enactment of the new state law that requires websites to verify the age of a person before they can access the site's content. Uh, Senate Bill 544, sponsored by State Senator Willis Curdy, revised the state's laws related to material considered harmful to minors and the distribution of that material on the Internet. The bill passed with majorities in both houses of the Montana legislature, with members of both parties voting in favor. The Senate passed the bill 47-3, to 3, while the House passed it 8-4-13. to 4 to 13. The law goes into effect on January 1st. The bill provides the following uh, reasoning behind the ev- effort. Whereas pornography is creating a public health crisis and having a corroding influence on minors. And whereas, due to advances in technology, the universal availability of the Internet and limited age verification requirements, minors are exposed to pornography earlier in age. And it goes on, you know, to talk about the access to (sighs) pornography. The problem is you can make as many laws as you want. There are still ways to get around those things. This is what I was going to say. It, it sounds so good in theory. Like, who who is out there going, no, no, yeah, kids should be able to get on. It sounds like one of those things that's good in theory, but you know what it's going to end up doing? It's going to end up uh, costing a lot of people in Montana or wherever that is the ability to, yeah. to be on Pornhub. 
and they're going to be really upset about it in the voting booth. But what um, what really gets me is, well, it sounds good in theory. You know there's going to be workarounds, and you know who's going to figure it out. Kids, they're, they're smarter than adults when it comes to yeah, this Yeah, because nothing is foolproof. There's always somebody who's going to be able to crack the code on this. Dude, there were workarounds when I was when we were kids. You had to be 18 to buy one of those magazines, yeah. a nudie mag. That's what they used to call them, right? You had to be 18. I bet you almost any guy my age that we talk to, they'll be like, no, oh, yeah, we had them. We used to drive out in the woods. Like my friends and I, we had uh, four of them that we were all like, oh, my God, naked girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, we kept them in a garbage bag in the woods, you know. But you got a hold of them. Someone gets a hold of them. They figure out how to get a hold of them. Well, that, that, that you know, that's just uh – Proves your point. Proves my point there. Yeah, that's about, what I'm saying. Like, you're going to be able to get it, access to it no matter what happens. Right. That's one of those things that if the parents are doing their job, they should be doing their job monitoring their kids' phones and the internet and all that stuff. And you know. And, and the thing that gets me is what defines you know obviously pornography is nudity and sexual content. Right. Okay, but uh, Tom Cotter, our uh, our friend yes. Tom Cotter. Who's a very funny guy? Really funny. guy. He does this bit where he has the he contrasts the lyrics between "Baby, It's Cold Outside" and uh, "WAP" by Cardi B. Yeah. Oh no, I saw right? it. Yeah, right? yeah. And he and he does and and it's and it's you know because they were talking about the controversy of the you know "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Oh my God, they're they're talking about sexual assault in this in this song from the 1940s, right? Right. right. And then he's contrasting it with the lyrics of the uh, the WAP song, and I'm not I can't even repeat any of the lyrics. <laughs> On the air because it's it's just so vulgar. Where does the where does the consideration of what content is available to kids versus you know you're making a law against pornography websites that verify your age, but you can go download Cardi B's song and uh, right. listen to that all day long, right? And watch a video that probably has almost as bad, almost as bad as or worse than a than a Pornhub video. So I don't know. I mean, it just seems kind of silly. Pornhub said they were specifically making the decision to block access at this time due to the government ID age verification requirement. While safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users and in fact will put children and privacy at risk. I, I Can you imagine I, having to upload your license every time you want to go uh, who's check gonna out do a new that? Por- Nobody's going to do no that. No one's going to do yeah. that. So Pornhub's doing what they have to do to protect themselves from being sued and uh, paying fines and all this stuff. And, you know, ultimately what's going to happen is the adults who want to go on that site are not going to have that site available to them. They're going to find other ways. But yeah. you, all of a sudden there's an uptick in VPNs in Montana <laughs> where right. people are, like, bri- making their own networks. That's what it's yeah. going to be. You know what I mean? That's what it's going to be. But then, like I said, I think a lot of people then are secretly going to be very perturbed with that. And can't you get on like the dark web? Isn't it? I don't even know what. I don't even know how to like. So, I again, and I preface this with saying I'm yeah. an idiot, so I don't know if I know everything that I'm talking yeah. about. But I believe there is a browser. It's called Tor. And that's the browser you use to access the dark web. Okay. And then on the dark web, it's just a it's an absolute unchecked free for all, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, well, because it's parts of the internet that aren't blocked by like major providers like Comcast or Spectrum or whoever. Right. People sell yeah. drugs and yeah. arms and Kidneys. God knows what else. Yeah. yeah. God knows whatever else on there. Yeah. Hey, you need a kidney? Just go on the web. 
Go on the dark web. Yeah, see what well, you yeah. see what you find out there. You know, I never understood that black market of of organs. Organs because Huge billion dollars. Yeah, but business. who's performing the the procedure if I mean that that all has to be like kind of like I wouldn't want to go into like a a back room and get a kidney transplant somewhere. Well, uh, I'll think a lot of what happens with it is for like billionaires and millionaires and stuff like that. And what they do is they go to some poor country and they convince somebody, you're going to give us this organ and uh, we're going to give you cash. Or if it's a, a thing that the other person would die from, they'd be like, you're going to give us this organ, but your family is going to be taken care of forever. You know, like one of oh, those like things. Like one of those kinds. Of um, and then, and then there's also the people that actually get their kidneys stolen from them. Have you yeah. ever heard those stories? They go out drinking. Someone drugs their drink. They wake up in a hotel uh, bathtub full of ice uh, with a kidney scar, with a scar in their back. Yeah, I've heard of that the, before. Yeah, that, that's the thing that actually I guess happened uh, at to to some measure at some point. Um, but uh, you know, there's a market for it, and the people who have the money and the resources will do that. And then I'm sure it's not hard for them if you have that kind of money to find a corrupt doctor who likes cash who can set up a operating room type environment and yeah. do it uh let me just uh, switch gears here without sure. uh, using the clutch again because uh, i like <laughs> in there i'm uh I'm, i saw this post yesterday well we put up a post on our rock 102 morning page yeah. for dunkin donuts oh of course and uh well it's a picture of Bax and i holding the holding a dozen uh, delicious donuts from yep. dunkin donuts there and uh, this guy uh comments on this picture oh no why don't you clowns do something good for listeners for once? Have you have oh, some wow. giveaways? You guys flap your gums a lot. Yep, oh, yep, wow, yep. Wow, wow, Request wow. that the station do something good again. I remember a few years ago, Rock 102 gave away cards for Pride gas stations. Too many people are hurting out here. The station has the ability to help. Help us. And uh, somebody here, which I can only assume it was... Somebody we know uh, responded with, uh, you mean like the way we raised over $230,000 for the Springfield Open Pantry? Like giving away Rolling Stones tickets or tickets to the Big E? Or how about the time or times we gave away hockey tickets on the glass or a chance to win $1,000? Or promoted civic events, interviewed people in need, or worked at charity fundraisers? Or are you just concerned that we haven't given away anything that would help you? Yeah. Because it seems to me like we gave away a lot of stuff and uh, did a lot of things to help people in 23. Am I right, people? And everybody knew that was probably Bax that wrote that. There's nobody complaining about that. Bax is a very concise way of uh, just dissecting somebody when when they say something dumb. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty perfect way to do it. You know, but also I listen to that guy and you try to go beyond that and you go, what's making that guy? And then you feel bad because I'm thinking to myself, it's probably some guy who's really having trouble making rent this month or paying some bill or, you know what I mean? True. And he's trying to lash out at somewhere and he's got the radio on in the background and he's like, "Ah, it's your fault. You know what? It's, It's, you know what? You just happened to cross my path on the wrong right. day. Here's my Facebook rant that I'm 100%. going on. 100%. Right. right. I get that, too. But, you know, and people will, will complain about that all the time. Oh, I never get to win. Well, it's a game of chance. Like, we have rules right. that we need to follow. We hey. have to, like, a phone system we have to do. Everything has to be regulated by, uh, by federally regulated by uh, FCC. What, what can I tell this guy other than 
Every week, I offer dinner and a comedy show for twenty bucks. For twenty bucks, that is a, yeah. a good deal. Last night, I had so many people come up, and they were like, "Hey, man, this is great. This is great because it's an affordable option for people. That's why we do it." Everyone's hurting right now. I, I feel bad for this guy because he's probably hurting, but I guarantee you, the problem is not Rockwater Two is not giving out enough stuff. Well, we had enough people, uh, you know, come to our defense. On yeah, yeah, post, I would, so, I would uh, hope so. You know, the, uh, the good folks of Western Mass have always delivered for us. Now that I addressed it, same guy's gonna probably post. This guy who's filling in sucks. Yeah, Marty sucks. sucks. I don't <laughs> care about this stupid twenty dollar <laughs> dinner and a comedy <laughs> show at Love <laughs> Comedy Club every Thursday night. <laughs> just had to get that one in there. I had uh, I had somebody that we know that's a Western Mass quote unquote uh, celebrity type person who uh, messaged me under or commented on my status on my page under a false name and was like really honestly dude you're shilling this thing so much it's like embar I'm embarrassed for you and blah 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 and then I figured out who it was yeah and I was just like. I just kept messaging. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna pop, I'm gonna trash you so hard on the radio for doing this. He's like, it's not even me. That's not me. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not. That's another that. person. I'm just that person's friend. I'm this, and I was like, no, it's you. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna let it go. And I and, it, and then it was like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. And then it went from I'm sorry to like. You're a cycle that you won't let this go. Why don't you just let this yeah. go? And I'm like, I'm letting it go. You're just the one still messaging me, and I'm having fun now screwing with you. You know, I used to have complaint emails against me. Oh, yeah? For a short period of time. It sure. was uh, maybe a six-month period of time yeah. where I used to get uh, hate emails from uh, <laughs> email addresses that had no traceable <laughs> affect to it. Like, you knew that somebody else was doing this. One person uh, to, that's to, all ticked off. And granted, I mean, you know, I get enough criticism uh, as it is, and rightfully yeah. so. People do. I get it. Listen, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and you don't have to like me. I, I get that. And there's other content out there that you can enjoy yourself listening to. But when you, I enjoy you, Steve. But when you, when you, when you see an email that directly criticizes you, and you're like, I think I know where yeah. this is coming yeah. from. This isn't. Uh, I can't do that. I can't. I, I couldn't be the one to. To make up a name to start writing fake comments or emails or it's just not worth my time to do so. I get the ones where they're like, "Are you going to be on?" Like, I'm emailing them telling them you should be on the radio all the time. Like, well, that, I, get, I get those that, which are really but that's nice. Different. That's not uh, right. But the, here's what I would say. Yeah. I also know that. Well, so the, I was like, the first day they were like, "Yeah, you're going to be a regular president." They would be like, "That third guy sucks. He sucks so bad. Yeah, it's yeah. a double-edged sword." You know, it's like. What are you going to do? No one's ever going to be happy all the time. You're going to always break some eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. Well, uh, it is uh, 930. we got to wrap things up here. That's and, it. Uh, that's it. That's the last show of the year. Last show of that's the it. year. Well, you can hey, listen to the best of tomorrow. We'll have a best of show tomorrow. Oh, morning. sure. Uh, doing that. But it's the last show of the year. Yeah, well, listen, uh, from a heartfelt thanks, uh, honestly, thank you to you and Bax and for everyone here at Rock 102 for making me feel so welcome over this past year. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, looking forward to 2024. And uh, thank you again from the bottom of my heart to all the listeners who keep supporting my silly uh, endeavors and my $20 comedy nights and my shows and they come out. Thank you to all of them. I hope you guys have a happy new year and I hope you drive safe and, uh, and you be responsible. Shut up, Marty. <laughs>
<laughs> you do it to me every I time. Like, I like doing it. Every time. It's the heartfelt thing. I, Shut up. I Marty. bet you Bax yeah. is listening right now, yeah. getting ready to text something crap. You don't text it, Bax. I know. I yeah, know yeah, what you're thinking yeah. already. Shut up. <laughs> well, well, happy new year to everybody. Yeah, and, please. Uh, yeah. It is uh, 931 at Rock 102. Want a Nissan? The Nissan.